That's right, you bitches. Winx is back. And it's a fucking Friday show. It's a tradition. It's a tradition. Friday Winx. So I'm, I'm very glad to be here. We haven't done a tradition Friday show in a while. It's been two weeks be- 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 between Winx's. It's not terrible. We're trying. It's going to be different. Every Winx is different. But, you know, come on this journey with us, shall you? And a fucking Friday show! <laughs> You're listening to the Castworks Industries Comedy Podcast Network. Oh, yeah. There's fighting and violence and hopelessness in the world, and you don't know where you can go. But I'm here to tell you that that isn't so. Here is a brand new show. When there is something inside makes you afraid, then there is something to do. Just challenge some guy to a game, Tiddlywinks, and you find that courage in you. Because there is nothing that's greater than Tiddlywinks with Stray. Ain't we lucky we got him? The Winx And how? Tilly Winks with Strangers is filmed before a live studio audience. Welcome to Tiddly Winks with Strangers. As it is on this classic Winks fucking Friday, and every other single day of the week we're on, I'm your host, Jason Earl. Well, it's been a little a little while uh, since your last Winks, and, you know, we here at Winks apologize for that on a consistent basis. I'm running out of stories. God, what am I going to do? But, you know... Um, you know, I want to get back into it. The pot, the podcasting is in my blood. It's in Condor's blood, Billy, Barry, whoever should appear on your winks. And, uh, you know, I'm excited for an episode tonight. Uh, what you're going to want to do is visit Winks Nose Baby on Twitter and Snapchat and email us at tillywinkswithstrangers@gmail.com. Concerns, questions, comments, whatever. Criticism. What have you. Winks is everywhere you listen to podcasts. And uh, recently we part- partnered up with a, a uh, independent comedy underground network, Castworks Industries. So we're really happy to be with them. Um, basically, you know, trying to... Uh, Continue to distribute the winks to people all over the world. Um, there's also some other quality shows on that network, so you can find them on Twitter uh, at Castwork Industries. Listen to the winks there and all their other shows too. So I'm happy to be in a partnership with them. And Winks Nation rolls forward. We have a good show for you tonight. We're going to have some tradition stories. 
Uh, you know, I'll be calling Condor shortly. Uh, he wasn't able to be live in what's left of Winksish Studios. Um, but none of that matters because it, I, I'm reminded of when uh, Cassius Clay, aka Muhammad Ali, was dancing around in the locker room, talking up himself to the press. You know, I'm so pretty. I'm so pretty. Sting, sting like a bee, float like a butterfly. All this, all this nonsense. What got cut out there at the end is when he grabbed the camera and looked right into it, menacing, and said, "Ugh, gonna be a good winks." That's my bus stop back there. Well, pardon my French, but I'll be damned. That looks like a flick. Get out of my synagogue. You help me. I'm Sal Wesco, he is Conky. Listen to us now, cause we about to get funky. Little bit of funky mixed with the absurd. I'm a teacher here, just a brand new word. Hey, and we always lean in, everything's absurd. Limburg! Yes. Yes. Deb, Deb, I'll go downstairs. I'll talk to him now, okay? I am your loving husband, Scott Eugene Coit. And I will take care of your son's problems, okay? Yes, dear. After I talk to him, though, I want you to leave me alone so I can listen to my Herb Alpert in my lounge in peace and my tidy whities, okay? Alright, Deb. No, where do you think he is? He's downstairs playing the video games with his little friend. Brian's downstairs. Hang on. Hey, Bri. Hey, Brian. Could you please put the video games on pause? Please talk to your old stepfather for a minute, huh? Fitz got you, Jean. Come on. Listen, your mother's telling me when she's taking your backpack to park after school, she's finding half-eaten lunches in there, Brian. Okay, I paid a lot of money for that Velcro lunch bag, okay, and the ice pack. So she's finding chips, half a sandwich, some yodels are in there, Brian, Okay. How come I'm packing you this lunch? Me and your mother are sweating, sweating our tears. <laughs> we're, we're busting our grocery budget apart, buying snacks for your little lunches, for your little school, okay? And you, you ain't finishing it? Why aren't you hungry, huh? You just can't wait to come home and play your video games again, Bri? Huh? Disrespectful. Hey, could you come up here and talk to me like a man? Brian, I know you're playing Atari. Brian... You will respect me. You will eat your lunches. 
That is money that's flying up in the air, Brian. Deb, I don't know. You think he's anything's getting through to him? He's disrespectful, Deb. Yeah, Brian's downstairs. Can we have Parpadel with sea urchin and cauliflower for dinner? You love it, husband Scott. I like raw milk. But, uh, you know, no good Winks would be complete without Famous Winks co-hosts. Unfortunately, as uh, some of you may or may not remember, <clears throat> Winks' studio is burned to the ground. Burned. It's gone. Fucking forget about it. No, it's fine. We got a new, a new home, okay, that we're going to record in, and we have. But tonight, uh, I'm doing things a little different. I'm bringing America's co-host in via conference call. We're going to do a, a telecast cast, if you will. Whatever. Jesus Christ. It's weird. Go with it, please. Okay. Hopefully it works out. Sometimes it does. Sometimes it doesn't. A winks is a winks. Okay. Join us next week when we'll be in our new studio. But, I mean, it doesn't take a scientist to figure out what's going on. He's a man who loves milk. M-I-L-K. White chocolate. I don't know about strawberry. I'm gonna get his ass on the phone. You know who it is. Kevin the Condor. Hello? It's Kevin the Condor. <laughs> What's up? That's huge. That's huge. Welcome back to the wings. We don't usually do like the whole on on location remote uh, thing. I got the phone going, and that the last thing I expected to hear was that song. Well, it's your theme music, dude. I should have expected that, man. I should have like like Hulk Hogan had Real American. Yeah, I can't. I should have like Stone Cold had the glass shatter. Like I should have expected that fucking flute. Nary a winks shall go by where you're not introduced by your theme music. I don't care if we have, we're via satellite or in person in the newly rebuilt Winx's studios since it burned. That's right. We're still in Burbank though. Unless yeah, we're we rebuilding. We're rebuilding. Yep. But uh, yeah, I was telling the people earlier, it's a little bit of a different wing. You know, we're together. But, you know, Tufsky yeah. Shitsky's deal with it, okay? You can't always be together. We'll be together next week, right. okay? For God's sakes. Hold on. Are so you, did you, you just make a promise for next week? Did I make a what now? Make a promise for next week? Well, I say things they come true. I say things they don't come true. You know this. All right, Such we'll just go words. with it. We'll go with it. Well, how you been? I'm okay. I'm okay. Today was a good day. You know, Before blue sky, birds chirping. Okay. Yeah, right. like it's one of those things where like I'm happy, but like then like when I'm in my car driving, I start thinking, and then I get forlorn. Oh well, yeah, I think we've all been there, man. But oh, you know, yeah, because but, yeah, you know, overall, it's... I'm pretty happy. I'm the I'm the clown, man. I'm I'm happy. <laughs> you know, I just cry when I go home to my circus tent. Right. And, or you leave it on the wings because the wings got you under its teeth, child. Lest we forget. Uh, Man, it's so... been it's been so long. Like we've been so sporadic. Like I feel like I'm out of practice. Like I should have like, ah, motherfucker, what's up, ah, cock? You know, I'm just saying stuff. But 
yeah, more, yeah, much yeah. more. We'll let it loose. Let it loose because you know, I didn't I didn't mention this yet, but we are now a part of the Castwork Industries Network family. Oh shit! That's right, we are. That's right, so we that's, got people backing us. That's right. It's big news now. So, uh, you know, you heard it here first. Winks went corporate. <laughs> There's people who believe in us, which I think is the most <laughs> astounding thing of all. That's the best part. Yeah. So because of that, and because I've I've let France and the rest of uh, our listeners down, fucking France and Spain. <laughs> I I feel like you know we're gonna you and I are gonna make an effort to put out rinks winks on a more regular basis. Yeah, we're gonna try harder. Definitely building the brand. We'll get it's, Billy it's, back. It's, in all, it. it's always been a labor of love, but I think now we're just gonna put more effort into it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, we got to keep the brand going. The brand's evolved over the last two and a half years. It'll continue to evolve. God, it's been so long. <laughs> we'll we'll bring Billy back into the fold eventually, and and hopefully Barry. But you know, I'd like to see Barry back. Yeah. You and I are hitting the ground running right now. That's all. So what are we discussing today? Do we have a certain topic for the show, or what? What's going on? What's the good word? Well, you know, it's a it's a normal winks. Okay. We'll tell some uh, stories. And speaking of which. Hi, everybody. First stories on Winks. I guess I could tell first story. I love that song. <laughs> it's the old school song. We had a weird, like, rambling guitar <laughs> one last time. Okay, well, you got first story? Let's hear it. Well, you know, I'm always racking my brain, okay? So this one is this one's pretty fitting for our first uh you know, wider audience show, whatever you want to call a it. Show under the cast because banner. Exactly. So it, I don't know how many people have listened to our back catalog, but we also have a core base of hardcore followers who will know what I'm about to talk about. <laughs> yes. It's another Del Vizio's hit. Oh, he, oh my God. It's been a while, actually, since we talked about this guy with his afro and his wiry ability to watch people have sex through a ceiling tile. If you're looking for a college roommate, I got a little guy who I think is great. He starts with a Dell, ends with a Vizio. Strumming on the old trombone. Hey! That's legit. That is that's up there with like the Kuwait song. Yeah, well, yeah, he's got his theme music, you know. So it's a tale. It's a tale of James Delvisio, my old best friend from college, who I lived with for two long years. Where they numerous lost attempts, numerous attempts to take my life, theft, homegrown rocket devices, <laughs> you name it. Raptor impressions. This is one that I can't believe I haven't really talked about yet. It doesn't really lead well it, i guess it does lead somewhere i'll just set the scene for you all right the year was 2002 a fresh faced jj was a sophomore in college living with america's roommate delvisio <laughs> now winks knows that me and delvisio we would take romps through the woods surrounding our college campus from time to time Sometimes for fun and sometimes with malicious intent. Mm-hmm. But this one was just like, you know, like a hike. It was like a nice day. Went through the woods. May or may not have had uh, some drugs with us. <laughs> Who knows? It was college. So sue me. 
so we went deep like you know you know the college campus i went to a little bit yeah yeah it's surrounded by woods it's nestled in in the mountains of northeast pa very far from where we are now i imagine that you were like so deep it was like indiana jones and the temple of doom like almost yeah we went deep that day yeah you became came across some weird civilizations perhaps we came across something weird young kevin but it was far from civilized (laughs) yes so we got a little bit bit down this like dirt path and we come to this clearing and in this clearing is uh like an old ass stone wall maybe about a foot high not a very high wall but you know one of the old ones from who knows what decade what time in american history and in this in this wall was a burial plot of there was maybe what? about five to eight members in this small plot surrounded by a crudely built stone wall. And it was the <laughs> Seaman family. <laughs> Stop. I'm not The Seaman. S-I-E-M-A-N. The Seamans. So I don't think that this plot was on the college... Uh, property maybe it was because I didn't, I didn't really have a sense of like how deep we'd wandered yeah being a student at this college i have no idea who the seaman family is it's not like their their name is on like one of the buildings or like i have no idea if this is even connected to the college why is there a plot there so this is just in with the five to eight seamans huh this is just like out there like in the this is it literally in the middle of the woods no signage, no warning. Now, you know, I was a little bit lost huh? civilization. Just like there's like exactly. these Exactly. And I was a little bit high, Kev. I was startled. <laughs> I'm sure that happened. I was startled. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? And it was old as shit. Like we were looking at some of the dates, and I mean it was all from like eighteen hundreds, early nineteen hundreds. Like this thing had been there a long time, and it looked like at one point it was well kept but now it was in in disarray the headstones were cracked in half some of them you could barely read the words on other ones just like worn down and in the your worst room. yeah what was this doing here and why was it neglected did the last die and he couldn't take care of his family's plot anymore why did they choose the woods in keystone college for their final resting place so many questions you know mm-hmm. So, I mean, we were, we were frightened. I'm like, this is a really creepy, small little area. And this is like a very small plot. Like, I would say it's like, you know, 12 by 12 or something. Like, it's just a small square of a couple stones. And some are very small. Like, like they could be children. Like, I don't know. I don't like it. And I'm getting weird vibes off of it. So I'm like, let's just go, man. Let's just go. So we leave. We finish our hike. We leave. Fucking Del Vicio can't let go of the Siemens. He just can't because it's Del Vicio, you know? Yeah. So he's just sitting there. We're sitting there in our recliners. He's stewing about Siemens. <laughs> That's the name of this app, stewing about Siemens. There it is. <laughs> That's perfect. Oh, it's so vile. Stewing about Siemens. And uh, so like a day or two later, he's like, we're going back. I want answers. You know, I want answers. And this is before like, the, uh, I'm dating myself. This is before the internet was so easily accessible. 
You couldn't just whip out your phone and Google something. You had to go to the library. Yeah. Yeah. You had to go to the library, get a temporary sign-on code, sign on to the internet, wait forever for a page to load. Like, it wasn't worth it to try to do instant research on this family. Actually, I should have done it in the ensuing years. I still have never looked up why this thing exists. But (laughs) we went back on foot. It's going to end on a mystery. It's what? It's going to end on a mystery. It's not a... Well, I guess... Feel free to research it yourself if anybody knows where I'm talking about. If I decide I give a shit enough later, maybe I'll I'll finish it off. Who knows? Maybe, maybe stay clue, stu, maybe stay tuned for the exciting conclusion on next week's wings. <laughs> I don't know, but we went back into the woods on foot. I was a little bit frightened because this pl- this place just creeped me out. Yeah, I'm not in tune like with... it would be like a fun place to be. It sounds like it would be a place that kind of gives you a little bit of like the goosebumps. Right, right, right. And I'm not one of these people like, oh, I can feel spirits and I feel energy. But, you know, this place was given off energy. Like it was not. Let's just let let, let them. Rest. He can't because it's Del Vicio. He can't. So as we're walking out to the woods, he pops the trunk open on the Bronco Dew. Winks knows the Bronco. Oh, we know it. He pulls out a small shovel. Oh, no. Why? Why? Why Why is he doing it? Why did he pull out a shovel? He's going to dig up the Siemens. He's going to dig up the Siemens. Dude, this is 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 beyond anything we've learned about (laughs) Dovisio. This is is what he tells me. Exactly. I, I, I should mention that the graves, like I said, they were in disarray. Yeah. Some of the, the ground around the graves was sunken in. Like, oh, did you ever gosh. see phenomenon like that where it's yeah. like, if this ground collapses anymore, like we might see some caskets and or bones or decaying body. You know what I mean? Like that made it even creepier. Yeah. That made it even worse. The fact that like the ground was caving in. So he, I guess he figured, you know, he could finish the job pretty easily since the ground was already sunken in. I'm going to jail. I just realized I'm going to jail. I'm incriminated. Grave robbery. It's sick, right? But this is this is who he is. I don't have time to delve into like the psychology of Del Vicio, but you know, listen to our catalog. You'll hear lots about who Del Vicio is. Yeah. So we get back up to the plot. I was telling him he cannot he cannot do this. This is this is not right. Like, you know, I don't believe in an afterlife, but I'm like, you're gonna have some spirits chasing us, man. <laughs> like, this is bad mojo. This is bad mojo to set up the rest of your life. You cannot like dig up a fucking grave of strangers, man. So I think he kind of heard me a little bit because he backed off and he's like, you know what? I didn't come all the way up here for nothing. Oh, no. I'm taking a piece with me. A piece of what? Exactly. That's what I said. And he's like, just, you know, start walking back to the Bronco Deuce, Jay. <laughs> you like, Why? You don't want me to see? You don't want to see this shit. Exactly. And so I just did because I'm like, you know what? Like, this isn't even funny anymore. I, I'm I'm going to go back to the car. It's disturbing. He comes down the hill two two minutes later. Know. With his backpack, you know? And I'm like, what's in there? A fucking skull? 
Did you put a fucking human semen soul in there, Del Vicio? <laughs> and he's like, nah, we'll just go back to the room and watch Junkyard Wars. Oh, that was watch. hot, man. That was hot. Well, that was his forte, you know? So we're sitting there in the recliner, and I'm just staring at his bag, you know? And he's playing it, he's playing it coy. You know, he's just sitting there smoking his camel light, watching Junkyard Wars. And like you guys didn't just go to try. I'm like, what's in the grave? <laughs> well, I don't know, man. I'm like, what's in the bag? Why aren't you telling me? Why aren't you showing me? He's like, you said you didn't want to be involved. <laughs> and now at this point, I'm like Brad Pitt in Seven. You know, <laughs> what's in the box? <laughs> what's in the bag? <laughs> so he opens it up, and he shows me a plot of grass. He took grass, just a little, just a little piece of earth, like you know, it was like the size of a, a fist. little piece of sod, and a little piece of sod from the top of Papa Seaman's grave. And that was it. He skimmed it off the top. I'm like, what is this? Why do you want to have this sick memento like a serial killer? He's like, Nah, Jay, it's fine, it's fine. He's like, I'm not gonna dig up graves, all right. <laughs> He's like, I don't know who you think I am. <laughs> He's like, I'm not digging it up. I'm not digging it up. He's like, but you know what? I decided, you know, I got it. I didn't come up there for nothing. So I took the grass with me. I'm going to take it back home to Haddonfield. <laughs> I'm like, why? He's like, he's like, he's like, soil like this is ripe for growing stuff, man. He's like, this thing has just been like feeding off organic matter for how many years? It's, it's, it's fed. It's, it's prime for growing tomatoes and cucumbers. I'm going to put it in my garden back home. What the hell are you talking about? The sod from this grave in the middle of nowhere and using it to like fertilize his own vegetation at his house. Exactly. He was going to sprinkle the soil to start like a new plot of, of earth at his place. And he thought it was beautiful because it was, it was life creating more life. He, he, he like, believed that that soil had eaten away the bones and flesh of the people buried there. Uh, uh, yes, yes, and therefore it was ripe. It was ripe for planting. That's Delvis. That's so screwed up. I mean, it's, it's really fucked up. This is, but. Yeah, you're breaking oh, up. Oh, I'm buddy. sorry. I don't know how. It, it's better than what? Better than him going down and getting to the casket, you know, into the bodies. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I'll take that. Still, like, his thought process is very, I, uh. of Zelvisio's weird activity. I still like the story of him with the ceiling tile, though. That's still my favorite. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, that shows just how. Yeah, actually, now I'm thinking about the stories you've told about him, and I'm like, maybe that isn't my favorite. Maybe the Velociraptor one, or the drawing on the wall, or the Otis Spunkmeyer, yeah. or the the breakout through the window. These are our adventures. And as much as I despised him at times and was repulsed by him, he was my best friend, Kevin. I love the little guy. Delvisio, where are you, little buddy? Find me. Why aren't you on Facebook? Say, he's another guy who's like off the grid, right? Yeah. Every time I tell Davisio's story, I make a plea on the wings for him to find me. Hey, buddy, it's Tiddlywinks with Strange at gmail.com. It's Winks Nose Baby on Snapchat and Twitter. 
find me, little guy. I miss you <laughs> desperately. I kind of like. I kind of want to know what this guy. Is. I don't know. Oh no, he's probably on. dead, Kev. Actually, at fifty. You heard the news. Judging by his yeah, past, I like I can't imagine his future had so much left to uh to, to offer. <laughs> Jesus Christ, yeah. we're taking a turn. Well, you know, I, I started it off. I think, uh, you know, maybe maybe if you would indulge us, do you have a story I do. for Wings, Kevin? I do have a story. Would you like to hear Yes. It? Yes. Of course. Wings knows. All right. Baby. Wings knows. So this past uh, spring, my girlfriend. An old co-worker. Uh-oh. You're breaking up again, buddy. Hello. You still there? Hello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what the hell's happening. You broke up for a good <laughs> solid minute there. Or whatever. My back. Oh, man. You're back now, but you Christ, weren't. how about now? I'm just going to stand where I am. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think you should stay where you are because it's very clear. And we don't have McGonagall. We don't have McGonagall working the This is the bullshit. Board. We need to be in the studio. Anyway, I know. Spring, I know. My girlfriend and I went to Texas for a week because uh, an old coworker, friend of hers, was getting right. married. And seven days in Austin. No, Austin. no, buddy, you keep breaking up. I don't understand. How about now? Yeah, now is fine. <laughs> it's when you start telling because I was just standing in the same spot. All right, where did you? Where, where, no, it's still fucked up. How about now? Yeah. Dude, I think it's the ghost of old man Seaman. <laughs> Can you hear me now? The short. Hang on, little buddy. I'm going to try to call you back. Okay. Wink's got da-da, you. Da-da. Under its teeth. Hello. You're back. Can you hear me now? I sure can for now. If old man Seaman will let you talk. That was horrible. It's much clearer now. I don't know what happened. Sorry, Wings. Blame McGonagall. <laughs> taking care of his stupid grandmother in Alaska. <laughs> now, getting back to the story. Yes. Uh, this spring, my girlfriend and I went to Texas for a wedding for a friend, an old co-worker of hers. And we were in Austin for about a week, getting after it. Getting Austin, boozy. home of oh, Passworks yeah. Industries. Is it really? Yeah, I think so. They're based in Austin. Oh, well, uh, let me tell you what. I had a lovely time. I don't know if I'd want to live there, but I enjoyed my week there because I was basically in a like this suspended state of buzzed for like a week. It was amazing. Yeah. I enjoyed yeah. my time very much. But um, so there was this woman who was there for the week with us. Um, I'm trying to think of a name to give her. Because, <laughs> uh, uh, oh, God, what would I describe her as? Okay, I'm going to call her Heather. Okay. And uh, maid of honor or matron of honor, I guess. I don't know, for this um, wedding 
Now, she was old stripper hand. Uh, <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. The bride was a, is an ex-stripper. And stripper's mom, like, she was, like, the woman who, like, kept all the strippers in line and, like, helped them out. And she was, like, their mentor. Okay. She wasn't the stripper herself, which is something I'd never heard of until this week. The stripper mother. So this woman. Yeah, stripper mother. And, and now this woman, she was not um, what you might call aesthetically pleasing. Okay. She, was, she was pretty gross. Yeah. And she was very large. And she had like a big mouth. And, you know, just like the marks are against this woman in spades. Just not, you know, just not a nice picture. Incredible. And yeah. So there was the one night, everybody went, like the wedding party, friends who had traveled, family and that. And we all went out downtown Austin. We're hitting up the clubs. We're hitting up the bars, like just getting after it hardcore. And this woman, the whole time, she'd be sitting with the bride and like some other girls. And she would just loudly say out loud, someone's going to roofie me (laughs) for no reason at all. Right. Just like begging for it. Yeah. So then we'd go to the next bar. Like we're, you know, drifting through the town. And we go to the next one, and we're all, like, talking, this band playing or something like that. We're playing games. And you just hear, I hope nobody roofies me tonight. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's hilarious because, like, everybody, like, keeps doing this side eye. Like, why is she saying that? It's kind of yeah. odd. And so I by the time hope we hope I'm not drugged and dragged away somewhere. Oh. <laughs> well, the, you know what the best part of the whole thing was? She's just, she was just drinking bottled water the entire night. Amazing. So she wasn't even drinking. She wasn't. She didn't have an open container or anything. No, no, yeah. So then, this um, is insane to me. Yes. So we get to the third bar, and we all go out to. They have this outdoor area with like a fire pit and shit. We're all chilling out there. We're shooting the shit, talking like people being people. There's like twenty of us, twenty five of us. Yeah. And yeah, she's like right by the fire. It gets quiet for a moment because like the bride and groom did something, and she just goes, "God." We've made it to three bars, and I haven't been roofied yet. Oh, my God. Now it's getting fucking weird, man. Now it's getting like this woman is psychotic. Yeah. Like, there's no reason to be barking this shit out. There's no reason to feel like you're going to get roofied in this group of people who are all there for this wedding. Like, <laughs> no one is going to roofie her and drag her fat ass to a room. You right. know, like, it's everyone. So it's the end of the night. It's like 1.30. And we're going down... Sexy. There it is. Oh, hardcore. So we're going down the, the one strip, and there's like a Coyote Ugly bar. Okay. We go in there, and it was the saddest fucking place I ever went to. This is where we ended the night. There's just <laughs> these two bartenders, like these two women. You know, like what you get there. Oh, yeah. And they're like, hey, they got the headsets on, and there's like two guys in there. And then like this wedding party shows up, and, you know, we instead of staying inside with the girls dancing on the bar and shit, we just go out to the patio on the side and I'm out there talking to the groom and we're talking about like, I don't know, star Wars or something. We're talking, he's like a comic, he's a comic guy. So we're talking star Wars or something. All right. And then all piercing the quiet of the night. We, <laughs> Oh, I've been roofied. Oh God. And, it finally happened. <laughs> and she fucking falls off a stool face plants on the ground and she's just laying there. So, like, everybody starts rushing to her, and the groom is standing with me. Yeah. Music that builds tension. Yeah, the yeah, groom yeah. is standing, and he doesn't even fuck. He no-sells it. 
he just continues the conversation with me. Well, and I he look knows at, at this. Everyone knows at this point she's being ridiculous for some reason. Yeah, but still, people ran to help her. So, I'm like, sure. I look. Should we do anything? He's like, Nah, she'll be fine. And then <laughs> she does this every Thursday. Yeah, it's not like, do you want me to buy you a drink? He's like, That would be great. And we walked over to her, like, <laughs> into the bar to get a drink. So you now, stepped over her. Yes. Amazing. Yes. Amazing. Now there are nurses on scene. A lot of women in the wedding and people there. Some of them are nurses. Oh, your girlfriend's and, a nurse. Yeah, that's right. So of course she goes. There's nothing fucking wrong with her. Like she's. She just faked fucking faint, and then she's like so stumbling. She, and, and of course, like the one girl there, she's like, "If you've been roofied, you'd be out fucking cold. You wouldn't be like walking around right now." Like, <laughs> so she was I just laying there with her eyes water. Hoping oh, yeah, somebody dude. would give her attention. She's breathing like a fucking wildebeest. Like I hit by a tranquilizer dart. Like, <gasps> oh her body up and down. But then she gets up. She's like, who would dare sneak that into my water bottle? Somebody wants me. Jesus and it was, Christ. Oh, it was fucking hilarious. And she's dude. not even drunk. No, she wasn't drinking. She, just she, she was just. She's a. Well, see, the thing is, and this is my pop culture. Uh, you know, armchair psychologist looking at it. I'll take She's it. a stripper mom. She's yeah, a stripper right, mom. Right, she right. ain't no stripper. She knows she has no body to be a stripper. Nobody wants to see her strip. And now she's at this other place where she's, again, not getting the attention she craves because it's not her day. It's the bride. You know, it's a, it's a wedding. And she's yeah. not married. She's not involved. And nobody wants her. So she has to concoct a story where somebody wants me. They've been following me all night. I'm worried about the roofie. She wouldn't even like hit on somebody. Like she just skipped a bunch of steps, like, you know? Yeah. She totally ruined ruined this night for like, you know, it was like cuz they it was supposed to be a combined bachelor bachelorette kind of night, like instead of like the parties and that, like we we're just going to have one night where everybody was together going out and that. And like with her constant like barking about getting raped and <laughs> like faking, faking a roofie and all that. Yeah. Cuz there was nobody else even in this bar and like it just kind of ruined the night, and uh, you know, stripper mom, stripper mom just couldn't bear to not be the center of attention. That is bizarre. That is outrageous, yeah. borderline outrageous. I'm gonna say, I'm calling it. This is why, like, me and my girlfriend still like, uh, like, if it's quiet, like, if we're going to bed or something, I'll just bark out, "I've been roofing," <laughs> and then I'll pretend Perfect. to collapse onto the bed. Because everybody before everybody when they drink and they realize they've been roofied, they bark that out and collapse. That's true. Like a. Uh, like, like a, a southern woman with the vapors and fucking gone with the- <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Uh, it was not it was all fake, but everybody just ignored it because they're like, oh let Heather be Heather, you know. Of course. Like let her be mentally ill, you know. Of course. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect second story, Kev. I love it. Glad I contribute. I'm glad that we're here. I'm glad that we're doing the show again. I'm happy. So am I. It's like I said, the the tele the teleconference isn't ideal. Oh, no, and no, may no. have not may not be technically perfect at some points, but at least we're there getting an app out. There may be some people who listen to this first part of this call and they're just like, fuck it. No, nope, yeah, can't do it. I know. And to those people, I, I implore you to return next week and to listen once again to our back catalog. Catch up <laughs> about what the Winks is all about. If if you listen long enough, like if you start at episode one and continue listening you'll you'll see like very slow the descent into madness that the show takes 
Yeah. It, 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 it starts it, off that it's not what it is today. <laughs> no. No. Well, you got you have time to wrap the show up. I'll wrap it up. I've got a few. Do I have to let you go. I've got a few minutes. I could wrap. All right. Up. Well, you know, there's a, a saying. Uh, I think the Beatles sang about it on one of their albums about how every good winks must come to an end. Sad but true. However, no winks would be complete without. Last story. Last story. Last story. Talking, talking about, about talking about last story. Woo-hoo! There it is. Whatever. All right, I got a quick last story for you. Okay, we're gonna wrap this baby up. Hear it. You're you're familiar. You're familiar with this. You're familiar with this. Okay. 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 At one point in our careers, which will re- remain mysterious to our listeners, you'll never know what we do when we're not podcasting. <laughs> We could be we could be brain surgeons for all they know. <laughs> we, could, we could be attor- attorneys at day and nonsense at night. But here's a hint: we're not. Maybe maybe if you join the Patreon, two ninety nine a month, I'll tell you what we do for a living. Maybe not. Who knows? But we share the same career. <laughs> yeah, career. Yeah, we work the same gig. And at one point, we both have worked with this one particular gentleman in our in our jobs. He's an outrageous gentleman. I don't, I mean, he's, he's outrageous. He's a guy who's fast, appro- fast passing middle-aged. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's over but it. will not let go of his bachelor ways. Um, he's, he's one of these guys who's like 50. He, I think he's like 48. 48, 49, somewhere in that range. Yeah. But he won't stop bragging about his conquest. year old. And uh, he'll tell anybody yeah. who'll listen. And he has little to no standards. He'll pretty much fuck anything <laughs> with a pulse. This is so true. This is all true. And like, he presents himself. Now, like I said, he's, he's 48. He's got way past what a, a dad bod. He's got a straight yeah. up gut. He's chunky. He's hanging on to that gut. He waxes his eyes. His, his hair is receding at an alarming rate. But like he's still trying to, every he's still trying to like maintain like the illusion that there's a lot there, even to the point where recently I think he had frosted tips on like these little porcupine spikes. The the thinning part of the front of his head is now frosted. (laughs) (laughs) He frosted the strands, the stragglers that are holding on. Dear God! And even more recently, he has decided to grow a chin strap beard. (laughs) Perhaps in the style of 1999, Fred. Yeah, $3 bill, yo! Again, almost a 50-year-old <laughs> gentleman. This particular time, now I hadn't, we don't work with this man on a regular no. basis. We have, we'll have like a year of our lives that go by, and then we'll see him again. He'll just yeah. reappear. And then we won't see him again for like a year, two years, you know? So I had not seen him for maybe about four years at this point, because I was bouncing around doing different kinds of jobs and stuff. And uh, (laughs) I was working, I was filling in as a temporary worker where he worked, helping him out with some stuff. And I was there maybe about a month. And 
there's this girl that works there. She was like a younger girl. I think she was like 20, yeah. 22, yeah, she 23, like, she was like really above, she was still barely above top. drinking level. Right, right. She was a nice girl, beautiful girl, way out of this guy's league, right? And she had this boyfriend. She was in love with this boyfriend. She kept telling us all about him. He's a dentist. He's going to dental school in Philadelphia. <laughs> He's going to be something. Like, whatever, girl. Good luck with your dentist, you know? I should have known that our guy was lusting after her. It just didn't occur to me, but I should have fucking known the whole time he had her in his sights. Again, he's 48. He's, he's been women he's between the ages of, like, what, 20, 20 and 70? Because we heard about yeah. this. We heard and that's not an exaggeration, old, actually, in there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's for another Winx. I'll tell you a story about <laughs> that, right. too. But in our tale, he's trying to bed this young college yeah. student. And so I worked with her a lot when, when he wasn't around. And she was telling me it, it came up somehow casually. She's like, oh, I guess I'll protect his, yeah, we won't his identity. Out, yeah. Fucking it. He's not innocent, but I'll protect him. We'll call him Dave. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, oh, um, next week is Dave's birthday. I think we're going to like, you know, like get a cake or something and, and just, you know, give it to him. Like everybody that works mm-hmm. here, you know, um, I'm like, that's fine. Whatever. You know, we'll chip in some money or something. She's like, yeah, he said he's going to be 37 next week. <laughs> uh, what, that's like such a stretch. Like he said he's turning that's 37. such a stretch for this guy. Yeah. I, I mean, we described him. Whatever you're picturing, I don't know if it, if it does it justice or not. But I mean, like, there's just absolutely no way he could pass for 37. No, nothing over the age of, like, 43, I'd say. Or under the age of 43. Eating everything up that he told her, not knowing that he was grooming her for the sexual, sexualness. Of oh, totally, totally. And she's just like so, like I, I laughed out loud. I lol'd Kevin because I'm like, there's, <laughs> there's no way. I, and I looked at her and I realized like she was dead serious. She's like, oh, what do you she's mean? He's turning, he's turning thirty seven. Stupid, right? So I sat on it. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't I, I'm like, I have to figure out what he's planning because he's always planning something. I need to hear more about what's going on, you know. So I'm talking to some of the other people that work there. And it turns out that for whatever reason, a lot of people at this one particular job were like devout Christians. OK, <laughs> which, you know, you find that all over America. That's what it's you, not crazy. It's not crazy. No, it's fine if that's what you want to do. It just so happened there was a group of them all in this one job that yeah, they were concentrated. And uh, <laughs> so I'm talking to another guy that works there while this girl's here again, shooting the shit about something. And it comes up in conversation that Dave <laughs> led them. He goes, All right, this one guy goes. So, yeah, Dave was here last night. Uh, even after his shift ended, he hung back and uh, he led us in a uh, fellowship circle. And I said, <laughs> hold up. <laughs> Wait, I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, oh, he's like, you know, I don't know what your religious choices are. But, you know, sometimes we have like a like fellowship here where we kind of share like what's going on in our lives <laughs> after hours, of course. 
And, uh, you know, we read, we read like some Bible, some Bible study. And Dave led us in Bible study the other night. He's a really good Christian. And I'm like, oh, my God. And meanwhile, no. the girl, this, this young girl, what? No, just, just him. He's like the least Christian person you could ever exactly. be. Exactly. And this young girl, she's just looking at me and she's like, yeah, Dave is such a sweet guy. He's such a good guy. Like, he's always praying. And um, that's, you know, that's why I think we should get him something for his 37th birthday. I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) I'm like, he's been plotting this. Now, like I said, I was only temporarily working here for a month. He had been there for like the better part of a year laying down the foundation to bed this young girl it was a long con it was he was playing the long con he was a devout christian in her eyes he was closer to her age than he he was like i i guess he figured he couldn't pull off like 26 so he went with the (laughs) 30s you know smart and i'm like god he he's been playing this he's been playing this down for playing this down for a while and so like he comes in it was working yeah, and it apparently was working because, you know, she she wasn't the brightest, okay? I'm sorry. She just wasn't <laughs> the brightest star in the sky. So I guess maybe he saw an easy target, you know? And I'm like, he's going to steal her away from her dental, her dentist boyfriend, and it's just going to be another notch on her belt, and he's going to devastate this fucking girl like he, he always fucking does, you know? I'm like, I'm not letting it happen. I hate Dave, and I'm blowing it up. <laughs> this is great. So the next day... He comes in for, for a shift. The guy who was talking about the Bible studies there, the young girls there, and there's one of our other coworkers in the room. Yeah. And uh, I, he said something to me. I wasn't sure what was going to happen, but he said something to me to the effect of, uh, all right, okay, this was during, uh, this was during my long hair phase. Winks, know I had, <laughs> Winks knows I had a long hair period. Yes. Where I looked like late stage Jim Morrison. <laughs> like Jesus's brother. Yeah. And like I said, before this, he hadn't seen me in a long time. So he was kind of busting on my hair. He's like, what's with these luscious locks of yours? You look like Jesus, buddy. What are you doing over there? <laughs> and I'm like, at least I'm not perpetrating to be a 37-year-old Christ-loving man. You motherfucker. You're 49. <laughs> his face dropped his mouth was agape all the color all the color drained from his face and he just stared at me and the girl's like what do you mean dave's dave's 37 he's turning 37 and i'm like no he's not girl no he's not he's 48 he's turning 49 oh god he's been playing you he's been playing you and he's blew it up dancing around like rumpelstiltskin i got him (laughs) And he's just staring at me. He, I had him frozen. And I'm like, I got you good, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all they're all Christians. So they can't believe the language I'm using. <laughs> they couldn't believe that. Been more than he lied. I know. I know. And this was like my last day there. So I didn't give a fuck. And then he <laughs> fessed up to it. He was caught. He fessed up to it. And she's like, oh, my God. I really thought you were 37. Oh, my God. And she's like, don't you still like fellowship? And then he just walked away, walked out of the room with his head down. No answer. (laughs) I felt a little bad, Kevin. I felt a little bad. But because you and I know Dave, you can't feel bad too long. 
You saved that poor girl. Dude, she was going to get taken advantage of. I'm a national hero. You are. You're a gentleman and a scholar. Believe that. And he's a goddamn deviant, man. It's not like he was looking for a long-term relationship. He would have just, like, made her leave her boyfriend and devastated her. Yeah. Well, that's another thing. She would have cheated on her boyfriend and she was a Christian. That would have killed her. Like, it was bad. It was bad. So I, I fixed the situation. You're you're fucking you're a hero, Jay. I guess. I guess. This guy this isn't the last we'll hear of this guy either. He like I said, he oh. pops in our lives at weird times. <laughs> yes, he does. So <laughs> stay tuned probably for more Dave stories. Dave. <laughs> oh that's that's but, you know, it's so perfect. The time you perfect. saved a damsel, man. Exactly. Wink's last story. There it is. Threw it down on the table. I guess that's another Wings in the cup. What can I tell you? It is. All the way in. It may not be a perfect Wings, but it's a Wings. Hey, it's on the table, man. We left it there. We, we, we put did. our balls up and we left it for everybody to hear. We did. So, you know, thanks for thanks for phoning in. Oh, well, thanks for having me. Thanks for, you know, we pieced it together and made it work, I think, as best as we could. So I'm happy. I hope so. We'll see when it's all published, you know. God forbid it comes out like shit. But I'm definitely going to have a few drinks tonight. I'll be thinking of Dave. Oh, God, of course. And then, you know, next week we'll try to, we'll get together in person. We'll put out a, a, a more proper Wings and we'll Can't take wait. it week to Can't week. Wait. We'll take it week to week and see, you know, what kind of twists and turns will await us. Like I said, I want to get Billy and, and Barry back on board, hopefully. That's right. And, uh, you know, but for now, we'll try to get this app out. And uh, if it's all right with you, I guess I'll let you go. And uh, wh- you know what I'll do, Kev? You know what I'll do, Kevy Condor? What? I'll throw out some Snapchat challenges for the people. And, uh, you know, if you have any you want to throw out now, why don't you lay them down? I want to see a 50-year-old man with frosted tips. Oh, God, of course. A number one. My God. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, send me, send, send me a woman... Uh, Acting like she is, uh, like, oh god, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, I don't want you to send me videos of women getting roofy. That's watch, absolutely watch horrible. yourself. I know, but like, women who are like over dramatic, not even about that, but about anything in general, where they're like, oh my god, how dare you? Give me a dramatic right. woman, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, just you know, like something. <clears throat> Fuck, I burped. <laughs> Mute button. Just um. Something, something with like a woman being mellow, melodramatic. Um, yeah, that'd be good. But you know what else I might want in this week's Snapchat challenge? What's that, Jay? Something dark. God. If you find a piece of earth that. It's over top of someone's grave. Jesus. Maybe it's disheveled. Maybe it's it's loosely clumped up. Maybe you took a shovel from the Bronco Deuce and got it yourself. Snap me a pic of that piece of grass to Wink's nose, baby, on snapped chat. It's dark. Dark, dark. It always takes a dark turn. What can I tell you? Also, I want to mention um, 
<laughs> we are on Twitter now. That's right. W- right. Wings Nose Baby. It's the same everywhere. Uh, Wings Nose Baby on Snapchat. Wings Nose Baby on uh, Twitter. You can also send your pictures there, I suppose, as long as. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what I'm asking anymore. Do what you want, Wings Nation. I can't control the French. They're going to do what they want anyway. <laughs> but that's All this right, week's man. Snapchat Challenge. You see. Well, Jay, on that note, yep. I'm going to head out and I'll yep. catch y'all on down the road. All right, Kevy Condor. Have good a good tidings. night. Good tidings. Well, that's another ep for uh, fucking Friday Wings. I'm glad we could we could put something out for you. Join us next week when my guest will be Kevy the Condor and possibly Billy the Beard. But that's next week. But you know, an ep is an ep is an ep, and this one sounds like it might be pretty pretty good. Tillywingsforstrangers gmail.com. Wingsnose Baby at Wingsnose Baby on Twitter and Snapchat. For any nonsense, I don't care. But the fact that I have to look at this grown man with frosted tips all the time, the fact that I was almost a grave robber, and for many, many more reasons, is why I will continue to look at myself in the mirror daily. Look at my tired eyes and say, <laughs> What am I doing with my life? You'll be out of danger. A fucking tiddly winks with strangers. Anyway. Folks. <laughs>